Hey, my name is Adam. Thanks so much for joining us today. This is a really challenging time in our country right now. We've experienced a horrible pandemic and the significant economic impact that came with that. And we're in the middle of some of the worst racial tension this country has seen in decades. And in the middle of all of this, we are actually getting ready to reopen our campus for in-person worship services next week. That means that this is the very last week before we have people walking in our doors and seeing each other again in person for worship again. And we're excited about that. We can't wait to see you for real. Make sure, by the way, that you reserve a spot at efree.org reopen so we can stay under our capacity limits. And if you're not ready to come back yet, that is totally fine. We're ready when you're ready. But this is hopefully our last Sunday ever of online only services due to a health crisis. We have all lived through an incredibly unique time. And Lord willing, we are coming out of it now. So given the magnitude of this time in our history, we've asked many people in our church to pray for us today. And I'm gonna ask you to pray along with them. We're going to pray about the COVID-19 pandemic. We're going to pray about the unrest and division in our country. We're gonna pray for justice. And we're going to pray about reopening our campus and starting in-person worship gatherings again. But before we begin a time of prayer, I wanna share something with you from the book of Jeremiah. Now, Jeremiah was a prophet at a time when the nation of Israel was in captivity in Babylon. And God gave Jeremiah a message for all the people trapped in a country that wasn't exactly virtuous. Here's what God told them. He said, build homes and plan to stay. Plant gardens and eat the food they produce. Marry and have children, then find spouses for them so you may have many grandchildren. Multiply, do not dwindle away, and, and work for peace and prosperity of the city where I sent you into exile. Pray to the Lord for it, for its welfare will determine your welfare. I think it's so interesting that in a country that did not respect their faith, and at a time when it seemed like nothing good would ever happen for the nation of Israel again, God's message to them included these three things. Number one, be productive. Don't lose hope, be productive. Don't just sit around and do nothing. Wherever you are, build homes, work for your food, build families. And then number two, work for the peace and prosperity of your city. He says your prosperity is tied to the prosperity of your city. So be smart about that. If you want a better life, make life better for those around you. And the third thing he told them was to pray for their new city. That's right, pray for the ungodly people around you. Pray for the people who attacked you and captured you and carted you off to live in their land. And God says the welfare of your city, the city that has oppressed you, the city that has kidnapped you and taken you away, the welfare of that city will determine your welfare. So you should care about it and you should pray to God for your city. With all the bad stuff going on there, with all the things you don't like, you should still pray for it. And then God makes this promise to them. He says, in those days when you pray, I will listen. If you look for me wholeheartedly, you will find me. I will be found by you, says the Lord. I will end your captivity and restore your fortunes. I will gather you out of the nations where I sent you and I will bring you home again to your own land. Now, don't make the mistake of claiming this passage literally as a personal promise from God for you. Some people will do that and that, that's not what this is about. See, this was written at a certain time to a specific people. But here's what you and I can learn from this passage. 
God wants to hear from his people. He wants to be found by those who look wholeheartedly for him. And this promise that he made to the nation of Israel, it came true. There is a nation of Israel today, just as God said he would bring them out of there and restore them to their land. Now, we can't apply this promise directly to us because it wasn't made to us. But we have other, even better promises from God. And what this shows us is that God keeps his promises. When Israel was taken off into captivity, the smart odds were that they would never be an independent nation again. After all, there were hundreds of other small countries that were just absorbed by these empires and never returned as a distinct people. Even Babylon itself would eventually disappear. But God's promise to the people of Israel came true. And we can trust him to keep his promises to us as well. So let's do what he wants us to do. Pray for this city and our nation. Pray for peace and prosperity and seek God wholeheartedly. Lord, thank you so much for being a good father to us, oh Lord. And thank you, Lord, for providing us a home church that we can serve you through our church, Lord. And also, Lord, thank you for providing us with um, a great pastoral staff. And also, we are so grateful for their hearts of uh, providing their extra time to prepare for the online services during the, the shutdown, oh Lord. Lord, we are very, very grateful for providing us uh, with people from the government who are con who were actually conti continuing to uh, provide us with information so that uh, we can all be aware of what to do and how to react to the, the crisis, oh Lord. Lord, we are very grateful for your love for us that we were able to deal with the situation even during the, the the shutdown and Lord we are just very thankful for protect for you being very protective of uh, your children oh Lord Lord we are about to open our campus for in-person service next week Lord we ask you to be with our um, past church staff again, Lord, as they serve you uh, during that week. And again, Lord, thank you for their hearts. And also, Lord, we are asking for your protection uh, to the volunteers who um, offer their services to, to serve in your, uh, for your glory, O oh Lord. Lord, we are also lifting up the families who are going to uh, attend the in-person the in service. Uh, especially with the families with little uh, children, oh Lord, please uh, protect them as they um, come over to uh, attend the uh, in-person service, oh Lord, this coming week. And Lord, we are so grateful for your love for us. And also, again, Lord, thank you for uh, sending your son Jesus to die on the cross for our sins. We ask all of this. In Jesus' name, amen. Romans 12, 12 to 14. Rejoice in our confident hope. Be patient in trouble and keep on praying. When God's people are in need, be ready to help them. Always be eager to practice hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. 
Don't curse them. Pray that God will bless them. Dear Father in heaven, we thank you so much for all your protections. So we are in this COVID-19 pandemic. So we went through like fears, worries, but we know everything's under your control. We always know that we can depend on you for all our protections. I thank you for, for your blessings that the, the pandemic is getting better. So we are ready to get back to the normal life. So our church is ready to get back. So, for, so brothers and sisters, we'll be able to worship together in your church. So please help us to follow the guidelines and also to protect each other to, to deal with the different situations. We thank you for all the blessings. Please help us, also help us to fight with this pandemic. So one day the virus will be gone, that we all back to normal and we worship together. We thank you for all your blessings. We pray in your son Jesus' name. Amen. Micah 6.8 says this, He has told you, O man, what is good and what does the Lord require of you but to do justice and to love kindness and to walk humbly with your God. And Isaiah 1.17 says, Learn to do good, seek justice, help the oppressed, defend the cause of orphans, fight for the rights of widows. Let's pray. God, as we come to you, laying before your feet, we ask for humility in each of our lives. As we are in this season of injustice, we pray that you will guide our leaders. Give them the wisdom and the knowledge to make wise decisions. Allow us to be able to support and encourage and God, let us all take your word as a filter for our speech, for our hearts, for our actions. God, as we look to our nation and our country, we pray that you allow justice to be seen and heard. And sometimes, God, it might not be popular. Allow us to focus on you, to be our focus point. Help us in our church and in our families to be strong leaders, to be able to set clear examples, to take our children and teach them to be humble, to be just, and to take care of others. Help us to seek out those who are oppressed, those who are fatherless, those who are widows, let us come around and show your love, your care. Let us be a people that there is no question who we serve and who we follow. God, I pray that you continue to guide and direct us. Help us through the coming weeks, the coming months. God, let this be a launching point for your people to set such wonderful examples to everyone around us. That your love outshines anything else going on around us. Help us to be able to reach out to those of other nationalities. God, let us all come together under you. Help us be 
gracious and merciful. Help us to have clear understanding and peace moving forward without fear, without hesitation. And in your name we pray. Amen. The word of our Lord from Psalm 46. God is our refuge and our strength, an ever-present help in trouble. Therefore we will not fear, though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea. Though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging, there is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy place where the Most High dwells. God is within her, she will not fall. God will help her at break of day. Nations are in uproar, kingdoms fall. He lifts his voice and the earth melts. The Lord Almighty is with us, the God of Jacob is our fortress. Let us pray. Our gracious Heavenly Father, you are holy. You existed before time and established the universe and the stars. And you established us, Lord, created by your hand and in your image, descended from a common ancestor and shared lineage, loved by you and redeemed by you. And you have loved us and led us well, Lord. Righteousness and justice are the foundations of your throne. Unfailing love and truth walks beside you as attendants. But we failed you, God. We chose to sin against you and against each other. We have walked on a fallen path that has led us to the corruption of ourselves and the mistreatment of our fellow man. And so our world is in chaos and the hurt and the pain is often overwhelming. Our nation is indeed in uproar. You are our refuge and our strength, a mighty fortress, God, but not like a fortress that we use to hide or withdraw away from our world. For like quarreling children, Father, we come to you for wisdom, instruction, and understanding so that we may resolve our differences. And your word instructs us generously. For this is what the Lord says, be just and fair to all. Do what is right and good, for I am coming soon to rescue you and to display my righteousness among you. When Jesus told the parable of the lost sheep, he did not specify what color wool the sheep had or anything really about the sheep, for it did not matter. All are precious to you, Lord, and great is the rejoicing in heaven when one who is lost is found. You instruct us to love you, Lord, with all of our hearts and to love our neighbors as ourselves. Yet we sin in our selfishness in asking who is our neighbor? Help us to see our neighbors as you see them, Lord. Give us your heart to love all people as you love them. And let us reflect your light as a city on a hill to be a beacon of hope to our community so that all people would experience the ultimate peace, the ultimate acceptance that comes from a saving relationship with you. Lord, we pray that you would calm the chaos, help calm our own fears, increase our trust in you that we may carry your message boldly to a hurting world. Mighty King, lover of justice, you have established equity. Help us not to simply attain an intellectual agreement with your precepts and your teachings, but be convicted of our own inactions and be motivated to reach out in love and goodwill to our community with a message of peace and of hope. Help everyone to release their emotions so that we may think clearly and converse with each other in kind and understanding ways. We pray for you to do a mighty work of healing, O oh God. We pray that you would heal our nation and our city. 
but we also pray that you would change our hearts and the hearts of all who are hurting and in conflict right now. Help us to cast off the prejudice and artificial barriers of the past and come together as one people, one body, one community, and one church. We can't do it alone, Lord. We humbly ask that you show us the way. We pray this prayer in the high name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey all that I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Lord, thank you so much for these verses from Matthew 28. Uh, the last words that you shared with your disciples to go and make, make disciples of all nations. Lord, thank you that you have invited us to be part of that, that you would use us to be part of your plan to bring your truth to others amazes us, but we're thankful for it. And even though we feel um, ill-equipped for such a big mission, we know that you can work through us. So make us those bridge builders, help us to be proactive in reaching out, in caring for our neighbors, caring about our city, knowing ways to bring your love and your light into these places and to these people that we care about and that you love and that you died for. And Father, thank you that you are with us, that these verses promise us that, that no matter what we face in our lives, what's going on in our city, in our world, you are there and you care, you see, you know, and you love us and have a plan. So Father, help us just to cooperate with this plan to reach the world with the gospel, the good news. And thank you that it's a gospel for all people. You told your disciples to go, not just to Jerusalem, but to Judea, Samaria, and the ends of the earth with this good news. And so thank you, Father, for bringing us to yourself. Use us to bring others to know you too, to share the gospel and live the gospel in a way that reflects who you are. In Jesus' name, amen.